Welcome to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. On each and every episode, Brian talks with coaches, athletes, and performers in all arenas who are putting into practice the principles of peak performance that will help you close the gap from where you are to where you want to be, to help you become a master of the mental game, and to help you start dominating the day. Everybody, how you doing? Brian Kane, your peak performance coach here. And on today's podcast, we've got Florida State softball All-American Maddie O'Brien, now a professional softball player in the MPF. And Maddie's going to talk with us today about the mental game, uh, about what makes her so successful. And then we'll take some questions from you guys here at the end. So hold your questions until the end. We'll ask, and then we'll uh, have a little Q&A with All-American Maddie O'Brien. So Maddie, if you would, would you give our listeners kind of your background into how you got to where you are today uh, as a professional softball player? Uh, yeah, I grew up in Palm Harbor, Florida, so I'm a Florida native. Um, started playing competitively when I was nine uh, ten and under softball team with the Clearwater Bullets, and um, I was very blessed to have an older brother who pushed me. He played baseball, and uh, just being able to be out in the front yard playing wiffle ball with my dad and my brother, you know, kind of got me into the game. And um, I would say those two had a huge impact on who I am today, and just uh, you know, the player I am, and pushing me to be the hardest worker that I could be. So that's how I got to here to play softball. And you know, my process was pretty easy. I wanted to go to Florida State my whole life, and Coach Alameda and the staff here are just awesome. It's a family, and it made it really easy to decide this is where I'm going to play four years of softball. And you're now playing professionally? Yes. Who, who are you with? I'm with the Pennsylvania Rebellion. Awesome. And, you know, you talked about coming to Florida State and, and the family and, and the core values of Florida State. There's an acronym, F-S-A-C-C. Talk a little bit about that, if you would. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so at Florida State, my last year, we talked about, you know, being a family is super important because you have to have that bond on the field. And when things aren't going okay, you know, you have to look at your family next to you and, you know, they make it better. Uh, you have to be, you know, aggressive. You have to have all these core values to be competitive and committed. So I think when you come to college, you know, you have to have those values in, in order to be successful as a person and as a team. So the core values of Florida State softball, F-S-A-C-C, ironically Florida State, and they're in the Atlantic Coast Conference, but it's family, smart, aggressive, competitive, and committed. Uh, Maddie, if you would, talk a little bit about the mental game. We started working together, I think, maybe your sophomore year, Mm -hmm, maybe? Um, And then, you know, your sophomore year, your junior year, you're an All-American, you're a National Player of the Year finalist, which ironically one of your teammates, Lacey Waldrop, who we'll have here hopefully on a uh, podcast at some point, that she was National Player of the Year. Uh, And when you talk to Lacey, she'll say that when they made the announcement, she was shocked because she still believes that you should have been National Player of the Year, (laughs) you know? And what was, um, from the mental game standpoint, what is the mental game for you? Uh, I think the mental game is everything for me. Uh, I came into Florida State as a perfectionist, so, you know, when I would make an error or not have a three-for-four day, I would, you know, be very upset and not be able to move past, and that would just, you know, weigh the pressure on their shoulders. So I think the mental game for me changed, you know, my whole perspective, and that's what made me successful that junior year when I really bought into the whole mental game and having a release like we talked about, Mm -hmm. you know, I would step out of the box, take a breath, and have a whole routine, and I think... That's just as important as, you know, we say getting up in the morning, making your bed. You have a routine. So I'm a huge believer in the mental game, and I think that that's what makes you successful. So you talked about, you know, the, the mental game. Part of that is routines and stepping out to release and take a breath. When did an at-bat start for you? Uh, for me, I mean, I was on deck watching the pitcher and preparing, you know, my timing and everything. But uh, an at-bat for me started before, honestly, a game when we'd scout. 
I was already getting a plan together and, you know, trusting the process of the work that I put in. And um, I think, again, trusting the process is huge for someone because you have to have that confidence. And if you don't, you have to fake it till you make it. So you have to be prepared. So uh, and that bat started for me, you know, right in scouting, getting a plan together. You talk about one of the key words here. I think that a lot of a lot of athletes that are listening to this and are watching you and they're going to watch this podcast uh, would like to learn more about his confidence. Mm-hmm. Did you always have confidence, or you mentioned fake it till you make it? Were there days where you went out there and just acted confident when maybe you didn't feel that way? Talk a little bit about confidence. Yeah, I mean, there's days where you know you get up and you don't feel good. You know, there's days where you know that other pitcher is is better than you, but you have to be big. You know, we talked about being big, walking up to that plate. Because when, you know, the, the defenders see that you're big, they might get a little bit nervous, even though they don't know what you're feeling. So I think, you know, the f- whole fake it till you make it is is a big part of having that confidence. Even if you don't necessarily have the confidence, if you show that you can fake it, you know, that other team's going to be scared. Awesome. Um, if you could go back and talk to the Maddie O'Brien that was a high school softball player. So you're just getting started. And if you like this, please go ahead and tap the screen. Send some love. You're sending love to Maddie. It's beautiful. Uh, If you could go back and talk to yourself as a high school softball player, now being a professional athlete, what would you tell her? Um, You know, I think think my work ethic in high school was, you know, above anyone else. But I would have so much pressure on myself to do so well that I think it got in the way sometimes. And so I think I would tell the old Maddie O'Brien, you know, have fun. It's just a game and do what you love. Cause there's a lot of people who, you know, aren't able to play this game and it's okay. You know, this game is a game of failure. So I think that's the biggest thing that I've had to overcome is just accepting the failures and mm-hmm. moving on and having those releases to, you know, have me step back and say, wow, I'm, I'm able to play this game that I love. How awesome is that? Awesome. It's a great, great perspective, Maddie. Um, I'm going to change it up here, ask you some, some other questions. Uh, if there was one thing about yourself or like a, a character trait that you have that you feel like has made you successful, so a character trait that maybe you're most proud of, what would that be? Um, I think, I don't know, I think I'm just a very hard worker, and because I have such high expectations, that's taken me, you know, to that, that next level. And, you know, I've had some injuries to overcome, and I haven't ever let that stop me, and I'm not one to, you know, complain about stuff, so... I think, you know, we had a girl, Alex Powers, I, you know, she, two ACL injuries and never let that stop her. She's a, the strongest person I've ever met, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, mentally and physically. And I think, you know, something like that takes you, you know, where you want to be. What, um, talking about injuries, you know, is that's an unfortunate piece that athletes have to deal with. Um, if you were talking to uh, an injured softball player, an injured athlete watching this, and could offer them one piece of advice, having gone through injuries yourself in your career and still come out on top, what would that advice be? Um, I think just, you know, take care of your body and always remember quality over quantity. You know, you don't need to be out in the cages for hours at a time. You know, get your 50 swings in, make them good, and get out of there. Don't, you know, prolong your sessions. I think, you know, your body wears as you get older and we know travel ball games, you play seven games mm-hmm. in a day. It's tough on your body, but make sure you're resting, you're icing, you're stretching and everything. And, you know, just take care of your bodies. Awesome. We're going to take a question here. So if you want to throw those questions in, one of the questions was, please walk us through your routine from the time your at-bat starts until it ends. Could you take us through that whole process? Yes. So um, on the on-deck circle, I am timing the pitcher up by just taking, you know, a breath and counting in my head. So once that pitcher starts her motion, I'm saying one two, three, to the time she releases, and that just helps me get my timing going because, you know, pitchers have different motions. Some are real herky-jerky, some are real slow. So that helps me with my timing. 
as I get to the box, you know, I scan the field, look for a spot that I think, you know, I want to hit the ball there, which for me mostly is left center. As a lefty, I want to hit the opposite field. So I look for the sign out in left center, step into the box with my right foot, have my left hand up for time, and then, you know, get my breath, and I'm ready to go. When you take that breath, are you looking at a focal point? I am looking at the focal point. I have a Wilson strip of tape on my bat handle, and that's just my grip, and I look at that, and I take my breath. Excellent. And let's say let's say you get a get a pitch down the middle and you swing and miss and you go into what color signal light would that be? Well, if I swing and miss red, but then I go back to green when I step back out, clear it out of the box with my feet. Just like when I get a you know a pitch I don't like and they mm -hmm. call it a strike, if that's not the pitch I was looking for, I step out, clear it, get my breath, my release, step back in. Excellent. Let's say, you know, we talk also about, you know, the hourglass and you funnel in, you have your at-bat, you go pitch to pitch, and let's say you strike out and you go back to the dugout. What do you do to let go of that at-bat so that it doesn't transfer over to defense? Because I know a lot of players struggle with that and they take their at-bat to defense and they're not as good as they could be. Yeah, um, so in the past couple years, um, or in the past, I would very, be very frustrated. But since we started working, I would go in, put my bat down, again, take off my helmet, take a breath, I think the breath is huge for me. Uh, turn around, get on the fence, and you know, cheer on the next batter because again, this is a team game, and you know, your, your teammates have to feel that they're there mm -hmm. for you or you're there for them. Awesome, love it, Maddie. Um, we'll take more questions if you have them. Come on and send them this way, and I'll write them down, and we can ask. Uh, I'll ask a question for you here, Maddie. As we're waiting, is mental imagery visualization? Is that something that you did ever, or you do that you continue to do? Yes. Um, so. We would do this thing with you when we'd lay in here and we'd envision something great to happen to us in the games. And I would take that on deck to me. You know, I would close my eyes and for me, I would picture a home run. I would picture, you know, the greatest thing, a home run for me. And I have to be honest, I think 80% of the time that I did that, I actually did hit a home run. Hmm. So I think that's one of those things where, you, you know, you're psyching your mind out and you're, you know, you're getting hyped up for that moment. So uh, again, I'm a huge believer in that. That's awesome. Well, Maddie, appreciate your time here. If you would, for our followers and the people that are watching this who are, who are already fans of you but are going to continue to be fans. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a question coming in. It says, in your mind, how can coaches help kids build confidence? So as a player, uh, how can a coach help a player build confidence? Um, well, for me, Coach Almeida was a huge part of my confidence. Um, just telling me, again, that it's okay to fail. It's, hmm. you know, a lot of people think that their coaches are going to be hard on them when they fail, and it's not that at all. I mean, if you have the coaches that are, you know, just going to keep building, you know, your positives and stuff like that, your green lights, then, you know, I think that's huge. And uh, if you have a coach that's very optimistic and not necessarily, you know, babying you, but I think, again, implementing those green lights, then, then that's a great way to have confidence. Awesome. Great quote I heard from a friend of mine. He says, I give you permission to fail. You are allowed to fail. I think sometimes as athletes, uh, we think our coaches expect us to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference between perfection and excellence. And you said earlier in the interview, Maddie, that you were a perfectionist, you know, coming up, coming out of high school. Are you still that way? Or have you learned to kind of be a little bit easier on yourself when you make mistakes? No, I've definitely learned to be a little bit easier on myself. And 
Um, again, no one likes to make mistakes, but it happens. You know, mm -hmm. it happens in every aspect of life. So you just gotta learn from it and move on. And the more mistakes you make, the more success you have. Because the more mistakes you make, the more you're trying to do. And that's what life is all about: is putting things into action. And if you take action and you fail, that's better than not taking action at all. Maddie, if you would, is there a way that our, our viewers and listeners can follow up with you if they wanted you to come speak at their clinic or uh, just kind of follow you? Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Um, I believe it's Maddie. Maddie OB7. M A D D I E O B7. Yes. So it's Maddie OB7. Check her out on Twitter. Maddie, thanks again for the podcast. Thanks, Appreciate Ryan. you joining us. Thank, Thank you so much. Today's podcast is sponsored by Potential Apparel. Potential Apparel is on a mission to inspire athletes to reach their true potential. If you're serious about reaching yours, then you have to go check them out. They make awesome clothing for dedicated and committed athletes. I'm a huge supporter of what they're doing, and that's why I wear their clothing with pride. Make a statement and join the movement today at PotentialApparel.com. Be sure you use promo code Brian Kane with a space between Brian and Kane for 15% off on your first order. Dominate the day with Potential Apparel. Thanks for listening to the Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast. Please make sure that you visit briancain.com. That's B-R-I-A-N-C-A-I-N.com. And sign up for my Monday message, where every Monday I deliver straight to your inbox videos, interviews, articles, tips, techniques, and strategies that you can use to master the mental game. You can also contact me my website on our contact us page and see my calendar of where I'm going to be in the country and when I'm coming to your area so that we can get together and that we can continue to go out there and dominate the day. This is a production of Corn Belt Sports. The Brian Kane Peak Performance Podcast is part of the Top Coach Network.